Hi, Chris Valentin here. Welcome to my podcast, where I hope to inspire you to transform the world within you and transform the world around you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do you have a knowing that you carry answers to impossible questions and improbable challenges inside of you? The truth is, we have access to the fount of all wisdom through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the capacity for brilliance that is beyond human reason and transcends logic. The Solutionary Intensive is a 12-week course that will teach you a four-step process for gathering, analyzing, and applying intel received from the Holy Spirit to form practical solutions for leaders who have real challenges. Through coursework, you will grow in confidence in your ability to hear the voice of God, work with small teams to pursue the wisdom of God, and unlock heaven's solutions to serve society around you. Enrollment for the next cohort is now open and closes March 28th of 2023. You can learn more and register at www.thesqinstitute.com. Hi everyone, it's Allie Valton here, and I'm here to let you know that the conversation you're about to listen to came from a live Q&A session on Chris's social media account. I hope you enjoy. We are live. Hi everybody. Hello everyone. How's it going? Good to see you. It is Tuesday, isn't it? We tried to give everyone a, a little reminder. reminder that we're going to be on. See mm-hmm. if that helps people to come on live. Because we've got so many people that come on later. We're like, maybe maybe they don't know we're on live. Right. you got to put your notifications on. You put your, set your alarms. Put on your calendar. Smash that button. I don't you, even know what that means. What they say that, that on YouTube all the time. If you oh. like this video, smash that button. So like subscribe. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, yeah. all the different. Yeah. All the different things, you guys. Do it all. Make yeah. sure you're here yeah. Tuesday. Exactly. Um, how are you doing? Good. It's been a good well? week. Yep. Yeah. Very good, good week, and uh, it's been exciting. Just man, the, uh, the Lord's just really moving powerfully amongst our people, and that's mm-hmm. been exciting. And. You yeah. got your husband back after 30 got days him back. or something Didn't crazy. know where he went, but he came home. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, That's horrible. <laughs> you got the Malachi mandate. Your husband's coming home. <laughs> so you got to go. We got to fulfill this. Yeah, he was in uh, Ukraine and Turkey and... I don't know, Syria, wherever they were. He was in Turkey and Ukraine in Tennessee. In Tennessee, <laughs> that's where it was, yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay, well, you guys, as usual, while we're live, you can send in your questions. Specifically, we have lots of questions today around the topic of spiritual encounters, experiences, <laughs> angels, demons, That's spirit so, wars, I warfare. I think we're perpetuating these kind of questions with oh, our we comments. Are. Yeah. <laughs> we it's are, like, we okay, are. here we go. <laughs> yes. Um, are you ready to jump in? I don't in? know. Let's try it. I think you're ready to jump in. Sometimes I hear people say they command angels to do things. Mm-hmm. Curious about this. Well, I mean, personally, I don't think you should command angels. I think you just pray and the angels do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think there are there are some verses, uh, you know, in which we can pray these verses. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he gives his angels charge concerning you. At yeah. least you strike your foot against a stone. Psalms 91, he covers you with this, the angels cover you with opinions and mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think um, the angel of the Lord goes before you like a like the uh, smoke blown by the wind. So I think there are like these prayers that we could pray that are actually legitimate prayers that come right out of the, you know, the Bible. I think that's good. I just think I've never seen anyone command an angel in the entire Bible. Yeah, I was going to say, I I can't think of a biblical example of Mm. that, to command an angel. Obviously, angels coming with instruction for people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
and, and then angels answering their prayers and fulfilling their prophecies, which right. we talked about before. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should pray to angels. I think we just pray to God, and God sends angels. And you know, if an angel interacts with you, that's a different thing because we'd see that throughout the scripture. Totally. But yes. <laughs> really good. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be careful telling <laughs> angels what to do. <laughs> okay, someone's asked, how do you be free or become free from demonic possession? Ooh. I know, deliverance. Here we yeah, are. Yeah, here we Hello. are. I've mean, <laughs> a lot of these questions lately, and it seems like every time we talk about this, it perpetuates I more questions. So. Well, let me be clear. A Christian cannot be demon-possessed. Right. can only be demon-oppressed. Mm -hmm. Because Holy Spirit, I mean, true Christian, a born-again Christian, has the Holy Spirit in them, and the Holy Spirit possesses you. Right. So the demon can't possess you. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't serve God and and Belzebel at the same time. <laughs> but uh, but you certainly can be oppressed. Um, so if someone's demon possessed, they really are demon possessed. First thing that needs to happen is they need to receive Christ. Yeah. And you know people ask all the time, well, how does a demon possessed person receive Christ? Well, I'd like to point out that when Jesus came to the Island of the Gadarenes, the man that was had was called Legion, full of a thousand demons, could not, those thousand demons could not stop him from bowing before Jesus and mm -hmm. humbling himself before Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when uh, your will is more powerful than demonic forces when you want to receive Christ. Mm -hmm. So I would not do a, a deliverance on someone who doesn't know Christ because the state of that person will be worse than, than the first. Mm -hmm. um, and then in, I, I would read my book, Spirit Wars, because yeah. talking about how to move through the deliverance, how to move into deliverance for both the demon-possessed person and demon-oppressed person is, you know, I, I think that's a kind of a long journey. And I'd read the book, Spirit Wars, yeah, because it takes you, I did a whole chapter on deliverance and I did several chapters on spiritual warfare. And I, I feel like what I would do in one minute would make you very right. dangerous. <laughs> right. There's a lot more meat to what yeah. you share in your book. Exactly. It's really good. It's a really good book. I've read it. It is. Um, this is a question of somebody live has asked, how do you prepare yourself to receive fresh fire? I don't know what fresh fire means. Mm, fresh fire. Yeah. What do like you think that means? Holy Spirit. Oh, you think that's what they mean? <laughs> I, I think humility is attracts uh, Holy Spirit movement in our lives, just like, you know, this like milk attracts, you know, cats and, and mm -hmm. you know, sugar attracts ants. I think maybe that's a very bad example, but I, I think humility attracts God. Yes. Yes. And I, I mean, it actually attracts God. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I think finding a place where you're hungry and humble, like if you just create a heart that's hungry and humble, Holy Spirit will meet you there. Right. And He will give you whatever you need, fire, however you want to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. It's beautiful. Okay. Next question. How, do you steward a vision the same way you steward a dream? Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you steward, you know, anything God gives you, uh, if you steward it, you get more. So yes, however it comes, like it comes to vision, it comes to dream, it comes through a prophetic word, you, you know, it just comes through the written word that pops out at you, you know, however it comes that, yeah, stewardship is the key to getting, you know, to be getting more from God. Yeah. You steward, whatever you steward. I recently was listening to one of your teachings on stewardship and you were talking about, um, 
people pr have you know producing fruit in their mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and looking at somebody else and going what why do they have so much fruit in their life you know kind of comparing yeah. what what i have versus what they have and you said something along the lines of i propose it's not that they received more seed than mm -hmm. you did it's what they did with the seed yeah. that produces more fruit in their life yeah i completely agree with that and mm -hmm. you know if you read the story of the talents and you uh matthew 25 and you re receive uh and you read the story of the midas it's luke 19 i believe uh, both those stories have one thing in common the wealthy person got wealthier yeah yeah and you know and the guy that buried his talent he actually had gnashing of teeth you know mm -hmm. didn't go well for him so but you know so i asked the lord one time especially when i was writing the book uh poverty riches and wealth i said lord it looks to me like the rich get richer and the lord said to me the rich don't get richer the faithful get wealthy mm -hmm. the faithful get more yeah and on the outside it looks like the guy that had 10 got the got got the he got the one that was taken from the guy who only had one. Mm -hmm. But the Lord said, well done, good and faithful servant. And the faithful good servants servant. are the ones who get increase. Hmm. That's really good. It's kind of interesting. The person who acted uh, wickedly was the person who was afraid. He said, I was afraid, so I buried your talent. Mm -hmm. I was afraid, so I buried your mina. And in both cases, the Lord said, you wicked and lazy slave. Mm -hmm. You wicked and lazy slave. The guy mm -hmm. said, I was afraid, but God goes, no, you were wicked and lazy. Hmm. So, you know, I think we look out at culture and society and we go, look at this. This looks like the rich get richer and, yeah. you know, and then the, the poor guy has to give to the rich and mm -hmm. the rich man just keeps getting richer. And it's like, that's what the talents and the Midas look like, you know? Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is that when you are faithful, that creates the power that 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 breeds wealth in That's our lives good. yeah it's really really good that's the verse of if you're faithful with little you'll be entrusted with much yeah there you go really that's good. it and then you know uh, when you act fearfully it's funny how the lord didn't have a lot of mercy on that guy he didn't like i know you're afraid you know you know mm -hmm. you know we've all been afraid Right, right. He's like, you wicked, wicked. lazy slave. Uh, right. Oh, Lord, yikes, you know. Totally. Loving Jesus, just call the guy wicked and lazy. Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. Man, that's good. Ooh. That's good. Okay, somebody Scary. has asked. Scary. <laughs> Scary, good. <laughs> um, somebody's asked, what is the best way to discern authentic encounters and visions for strong emotions and desires? Ooh, that's good. Well, what do you think? Do you I have think, something in your mind? Yeah, I think that we kind of talked about this before, yeah. or maybe we, I was talking about this somewhere else, but that a, an encounter is transformative. And so mm -hmm. if you see transformation, mm -hmm. then that would be, I think, a great way to tell that it was authentic and real versus something that was just emotionally led or a desire. Ooh, that, I think that's good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I also think, you know, we talked about this one last week, and we talked about it like three weeks ago, but the gift of distinguishing of spirits. Oh, yeah. 1 Corinthians 12 is also like, it's like a Geiger counter, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a, it's like a infrared glasses. It's like yeah. the ability to see what you can't normally see and discern what you can't normally discern. Yeah. I think that gift is super important. 
as we're okay. having encounters like okay is that the lord is that my spirit mm -hmm. is that the holy spirit is that an evil spirit mm -hmm. i think that's super important and i think you know first john 4 warns us beloved don't believe every spirit but test the spirits to see if they're from god mm -hmm. for many false prophets have went out in the world so we do have this warning of like whoa you could actually become a false prophet by not discerning accurately these encounters that we're having right right, right. And, you know, frankly, I, I've seen some people get really weird with mm -hmm. encounters and turns out that those encounters were, you know, actually deceptive mm -hmm. kind of uh, wolves in sheep clothing kind of yeah. thing. So it, it's a really good question, especially mm -hmm. in this day and age where, you know, we're in the middle of this Asbury outpouring. Mm -hmm. at, you know, I think it's been titled that. Actually, outpouring started here before Asbury's at least came out in the news. But, you know, whatever that is, like, it's important in these uh, in these times that we do discern mm -hmm. the times. We do discern the spirit that is, you know, that and we don't just walk, blind, you know, and blind. We don't walk blindly into encounters just thinking, well, Holy Spirit's moving. It must be the Holy Spirit when right. actually the fruit, if it's got bad fruit, yeah, it's got a bad root. <laughs> there it is. Mm -hmm. Yep. There, wow, that was profound that's really good that's really good this is a very interesting question okay here we go <laughs> let's see i'm answering all the questions I'm i know i'm really you. picking your brain today you are um okay can you speak to feeling spiritually connected to specific people on the earth alive at the same time who we may who you may never meet or likely not to meet like, but you feel spiritually connected to them yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, well, first of all, you know, we just talked about bit getting weird, right? I know, we're about but, to get weird. But the other side of that is that I, I do believe that there's your people, that you, mm -hmm. you know, I do believe that when you're with your people, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I, I mean it as an example, like you yeah. vibrate on the same frequency. Yeah. Like there's something about the, 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 you know, kind of that it, there is something about the, the connection that happens in the spirit when you are with the people that you're called to be with mm -hmm. and you know i describe that as you know with bill with bill johnson like i just know i'm supposed to be with bill like we are you know we are on the same page we're on mm -hmm. the you know sometimes we say frequency and people pick up like you're on a new age i'm not talking about it i'm just using it as an example like we're you know we're on the same page right we're singing the same song in the same key at the same time like you come in the room and you can you you can feel you feel like i'm mm -hmm. supposed to be with these people these are my people mm -hmm. not that someone else's song is wrong or someone right. else's key is wrong but this is the key i'm supposed to be singing this is song i'm supposed to be singing right, right. and i do yeah, think well, that there are these spiritual connections mm -hmm. that happen with us where we do really find our people and it, we really do start to create this one chases a thousand two chase ten thousand mm -hmm. and it's the it's the collaborative kind of uh exponential spirit that mm -hmm. happens when we find unity if two of you two or three of you agree upon anything it should be done for them by my father who's in heaven it's like there's some things that can be done with two or three that just can't be done alone mm -hmm. you know if uh you know it's ecclesiastes says that Two is better than one because if one falls down, the other is there to pick him up, and he goes on like that. And so I do believe that there is some kind of a Holy Spirit 
kind of connection frequency whatever song whatever you want to say that yeah. that you really you hear people living that song out and you're like that's a song i'm supposed to be living yeah that is so good mm -hmm. okay this is kind of a different okay. route but we have a bazillion questions coming in from people oh, gosh. um somebody's asked do you have a study or a sermon teaching on what the meaning of mantle is i mean i've heard you talk about this before um yeah um uh, it's there's an overview of it in the book um basic training for the prophetic ministry uh -huh. and it's there's a little deeper teaching in the book uh school of the prophets okay. that talked about the difference between mission and mantle anointing and grace mm -hmm. all of these you know kind of we use these in you know kind of interchangeably yeah. but yes and so you know very simply anointing stays with the man but it but a mantle stays with the mission yep so um you know president of the united states becomes a man becomes president he receives a mantle on the inauguration. Mm -hmm. That gives him the ability to behave in a way that he couldn't before. Because God, Romans 13 says, all government all government is ministers of God. Yeah. But when he leaves that office, that mantle will stay with the office. Mm -hmm. The anointing that he has on his life will stay with him or her. But that mm -hmm. mantle stays with the office. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, another great question. Do you think David's songs were Holy Spirit inspired? Could these have been a form of an encounter? What do you think about that? I think it's an interesting thought. I love, like, I love the Psalms, so I feel you like, do? oh yeah, I could just sit in them all day. So I, f I'm, I would think that they've come from encounters because I think about even when I'm writing, it feels so Holy Spirit inspired. Mm -hmm. It comes from a place that is not necessarily within yeah. just me, right? It's like thoughts that I didn't have on my own. They've come from somewhere else. Some of his, some of his, obviously his writing is processed. Like you can, yeah. you can feel the heart in it. Yeah. But I think others of it definitely feels Holy Spirit inspired. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the Holy Spirit was on people in those days, not in people. Yeah. The Holy Spirit would come on them and they'd write these, you know, prayers. Right. That would turn into song. You know, like song. Bezalel, you, th you think yeah. about like who had was mm -hmm. an artist. Yeah, was an artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I very much think that David was having encounters. Yeah. David wasn't born again, you know, so uh, he he didn't have the Holy Spirit within him. Yeah. But he did have the Holy Spirit on him. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's true. Yeah, that's good. Can you tell us about a failure or learning from a spiritual encounter, like when you tried to do something in it? and it didn't work out it sounds like maybe hmm. a moment of taking risk in faith and oh yeah i have lots of them <laughs> <laughs> you know i had the most famous one is my trump prophetic word oh, you know yeah, yeah we talked about we spent a whole session on that like six months ago or a year ago yeah that's a long time ago now a long time ago now yeah but uh, mm -hmm. yeah certainly you know uh feeling like uh, god wants to heal somebody i pulled a lady out of a wheelchair and uh laid on the floor with her for three hours, praying for her legs. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, bit, uh, yeah, she didn't get healed. Mm -hmm. Went back to the wheelchair. Hard moments. Yeah, prayed for people that I felt were gonna live and they died, uh, many over the years. Yeah. Tried to resurrect a lady who, uh, who died in the hospital. This has been probably 10 years ago. And mm -hmm. a really sad situation uh, with her husband there. Her husband had 
uh, we were in the prayer room at the hospital and uh, he had, they were, you know, newlyweds, they married a year mm. and he just uh, tore up the um, prayer room at mm. the hospital and they brought in security and the police and they restrained him. Oh, and uh, anyway, we we went into the room where she was on a gurney still and we, uh, I tried to raise her from the dead, but she didn't rise. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I mean, I could tell you failure after failure that I've had for sure. Mm -hmm. I tried to cast a demon out of a guy and he ripped my shirt off and bit me all over my back and scratched my face oh. and uh, tackled me to the ground. And so, yeah, it wasn't super fun. I, I say I was trained by the sons of Skiva. You know, my first deliverance was like, you know, me getting delivered from him. Yeah. So yeah, there's just lots of yeah. You don't you don't learn this stuff without a, you know great sacrifice. Right. And you know learn you can learn sometimes what to do by learning what not to do. Which is actually really inspiring because I mm -hmm. think sometimes you just you know sit back and you read these books, God's Generals, or you know whatever, yeah. and they're just filled with these inspiring moments, inspiring mm -hmm. stories. I was even thinking about when we went and saw Jesus Revolution. Yeah, that was and great. Lonnie Frisbee is somebody that, you know, <laughs> I feel like I've heard about my whole life. And yeah. you realize even moments in this movie where you're like, oh my gosh, but these people are so human and they make yeah. mistakes. And sometimes we have this ability to put somebody that has had beautiful moments and obviously taken risks in faith that have been really successful for lack of a better word. And we forget that on the other side of that was a lot of risk, a lot of risk, a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that mm. we sometimes deem ourselves like, oh, I can't do that. I've yeah. failed. Versus actually, it's very inspiring to sometimes see someone's failure. Yeah, Lonnie's life was really crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. he actually died of AIDS and he, he went through a divorce. So uh, mm -hmm. Connie, that was in the movie. Yeah. And that Jesus movie, I mean, it showed them having marriage problems, but they actually, it actually ended in divorce. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there was, again, uh, you know, it's the fallible, it's the fallible nature mm -hmm. of humanity and that God, you know, God's factored in uh, ways around it. Didn't, didn't kill the Jesus movement at all. Like you yeah. thought, you think it would have, but it, it didn't, uh, you know, God's bigger than the, the frailties and the, the fallibility of, of humans. Yeah. And that Jesus movement lasted years after Lonnie was, you know, really messed up. Yeah. S sad story, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man, on follow-up to that, somebody's asked, do you have any thoughts on the timing of the release of the Jesus Revolution and the Asbury College outpouring? Holy Spirit is the best conductor, mm -hmm. isn't he? Like, he's he a is. fantastic conductor. I thought the same. Mm -hmm. Whoever wrote that question, I'm like, it can't be a chance that right. the As Asbury, you know, outpouring is happening while the Jesus movie is premiering. Right. And uh, it just added fuel to the fire. And I think that I have another thought on Asbury too, because I feel like the Lord is, he's taking back the educational institutions and it's yeah. not going to stop with As Asbury. As mm -hmm. As Asbury. Asbury. Mm -hmm. um, because um, it's those you know, higher education, no, not even higher education. The educational system has moved from education to doctrination, mm. indoctrination. We are indoctrinating, indoctrinating our children. Mm -hmm. And we are teaching them about humanism. We are, we are creating, we are, 
we are teaching them to walk away from their faith. We're teaching them that, you know, you have your truth, I have my truth. And mm -hmm. it's like, there is no, there is not the truth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Lord is pouring out his spirit in Asbury. It, it's the beginning of educational re re reformation that's yeah. going to lead to a renaissance. Yeah. And so I'm super excited about it because I, I feel like I prophesied, I don't know, it's a year and a half ago that the next great move of God was going to come through the university system and mm. was going to affect schools, you know, down and up because yeah. of the, uh, you know, what's happening in our, what's happening to our young people. Right. The Gen Z's are just being, they're being brainwashed. Right. Well, and in college is such a transformative time in yeah. the first place, you know, where people are searching and trying to figure out who they are and what they believe and all those sorts of big questions, all those sorts of big life questions and identity questions yeah. are at full force when you step onto a college campus. And so to think that that's where the Lord would meet people just makes sense. <laughs> and, and, you know, and professors that are godless to be, yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to say it in a more honoring way, but I mean, professors and teachers have such an impact on young huge, lives. Huge. And, um, you know, yeah. it really has become indoctrinational camps. So many universities and so many grade schools and so many high schools are becoming indoctrinational camps. Mm. And I think the outpouring is going to change from my truth to the truth. Mm. And I think we're having it, you're going to see a big shift. It's going to, it's starting with encounters, but it's going to move towards uh, wisdom and, and insight and the knowledge of the, the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the knowledge of the glory of the earth yeah mm -hmm. the knowledge of the glory of the lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea i can't even talk today it's what's going great. on great have a cook yeah yeah have a cookie great that's excellent well we're at time do you want to pray for those watching wow, so fast i know and we were like ping pong today we we're all over the all place, over the place. <laughs> we covered lots of ground yeah hopefully you got something from all that <laughs> hey thanks for watching and we'll continue yeah. to tell you like a half an hour before in the morning and half an hour before that we're about to go live so maybe you can join us live we love it when we mm -hmm. see you live around. here yeah lord we just we pray your blessing mm -hmm. we pray lord for your your presence to go with us wherever we go and lord we know your presence is with us but we need them we need the deep sense that that mm -hmm. you are with us that yeah. you're that you do things little signs that make us wonder mm -hmm. that and know those little signs that make us know that you you were in the moment you were with us in that situation and i bless all these folks that are following us god that mm -hmm. we could influence them for the king and his kingdom and encourage them and instruct them and yeah. really maybe in some small way we could even be discipling them mm -hmm. we bless you we pray for you to have a wonderful week and uh, yeah let's do the stuff <laughs> we'll get her done <laughs> we'll see you guys next time bye now Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. To stay connected, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter at chrisvalentin.com forward slash subscribe. God bless you.